You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Welcome to A Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to look today, I want to continue what we talked about in our last episode by looking a few chapters later in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 10. These have been some of my favorite verses personally, just me, uh, Dave Cover, trying to live the Christian life and trying to walk with God as my heavenly father, even in times when my circumstances aren't going the way I would choose to have my circumstances go if I were in charge of the universe. And all of us deal with worry, anxiety, fear, sometimes confusion. Why is God letting this happen in my life? What what's what is he punishing me? What's happening here? We all deal with those kinds of questions because life is not something we can control. We don't control our circumstances, we don't control our health. We can't keep ourselves even alive at the end of the day. There's just most of our life we don't control. We have this illusion that we do, but the older you get, the more you realize you don't. And that's just part of it. And these verses in Matthew chapter 10, and if you've been around the crossing for a while or been a part of this podcast for a while, you know that I go to these verses a lot because they're some of the premier verses when I think of God as my heavenly father. I think of these verses, Matthew ten twenty nine. Jesus says, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. So not a single sparrow, not even a bird will die, not even a bird will have a mishap fall to the ground outside your father's care. Your heavenly father is even in charge of that. So verse 30, he says, and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. These have always been comforting verses. But let me give you a little heads up. Because if you look at Matthew chapter 10, it it really is the chapter where some of Jesus' most hardcore teachings are found. So this is the chapter that says, The one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Uh, This is the chapter that says, whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. This is the chapter that said, whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. This is the chapter that says, there's going to be some hard times. People are going to persecute you. They're going to hate you because of me, And but your reward will be great if you stick with me. And in fact, the very paragraph these verses are found in says, do not be afraid three times. And and yet these are these are verses that kind of cause fear. So the verse right before it, verse 28 says, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. So Jesus is talking about very real realities here. Look, walking with me, being my disciple just might mean not only that people hate you because of me, but they might kill you because of me. He says, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid. So three times in this paragraph, he says, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. And then he says, be afraid. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body 
in hell. Now, we can talk another time about what hell is. That's a confusing thing for some. But let's talk here about what Jesus is saying in the bigger picture. And that is, somebody can kill your body, but there's only one in who's in charge of your body and your soul. The real you. The real you that was created by the creator of the universe. So really, we have three questions when we look at this chapter. What are you most afraid of losing? What's your most valuable possession that you are most afraid of losing? And what are you willing to lose? That's the question we have to wrestle with when we think of these verses that are some of the most comforting verses in the entire Bible that Jesus spoke. The question really is, why are some of Jesus's most comforting words in the Bible right in the middle of some of his most hardcore words? And I think it's because you cannot live, you're not going to persevere in the Christian life. You're not going to stand firm to the end, as Jesus says, if you don't wrestle with this question, what are you most willing to lose and what are you afraid of losing the most? What's most what's your most valuable possession? So so Jesus is getting here at the fact that you're not going to choose to obey the will of your heavenly Father if you're more afraid of losing another will for your life your will to have something or somebody else's approval or some other thing, if you're willing to step outside of the will of your heavenly father because you're most afraid of losing something else, you're not going to make it in the Christian life. You're not going to be able to stand firm until the end. You're not going to be able to be my disciple who's able to take up their cross and follow me. You're not going to be able to Whoever finds their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. You're not going to be able to fit inside those words if you're more afraid of losing something else. So let's look at these words again, because here's the thing. These are verses that I come back to because they motivate me to trust God's will for my life, even if it's not going the way I want it to go and I'm tempted to step outside God's will and find relief, or find uh, joy, or find acceptance, or, or take things into my own hands in order to try to find a better will for my life. What keeps me wanting to stay inside my Father's will are these verses, are not two sparrows sold for a penny, Jesus says, yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your Father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So Jesus is saying here, like he's been saying over and over in the Gospel of Matthew, he's saying that the God that created this entire universe with all of its galaxies, billions of galaxies with billions of stars and billions of planets, unfathomably vast, he is my heavenly father. That is an amazing thing, like I said in the last episode. I just can't get my mind around it, that the God who created this entire universe wants me to call him Father. And he is eternally in control of every detail in his universe. He's infinite, so he can be 100% present 
everywhere without being any less present anywhere else. And so Jesus says, not even a sparrow falls to the ground outside of the control of your heavenly father, outside of the care of your heavenly father. He cares about every detail in his universe. And the point Jesus is making in these verses is that he cares about every detail in your life, even the hairs of your head. This is something we have to get our head around. The creator of this universe is our heavenly father, and he controls every detail in the universe, infinitely so, and he cares about every smallest detail in your life. And you are eternally valuable to him forever, eternal. Everything else, apart, every other will that's apart from your heavenly father is a dead end. It's not in control. It can't satisfy you because it's a dead end. It's an illusion. Don't fall for it. Be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of this. Don't be afraid of losing that. Don't be afraid of losing this. Don't be afraid of losing that. Don't be afraid of losing this. But be afraid of losing walking with God as your heavenly father. Obeying God as your heavenly father. Staying with God as your heavenly father. Obeying God as your heavenly father. Be afraid of not trusting God as your heavenly father. Be afraid of not following Jesus, even if it means taking up your cross and enduring suffering, enduring being hated, enduring being falsely accused, maybe enduring being killed. Don't be afraid of that. Be far, far more afraid of not trusting God as your heavenly father and not obeying him. And the reason why you can trust God as your heavenly father is because he is the God of the universe who is in control of every single detail and he cares about every detail in your life and you are eternally valuable to him. He created you because he wants you to exist in his universe forever, in his will forever, in his care forever, in his love for you forever live in his glory, to live inside his love, and everything else apart from him is a dead end. So what I often do is I, I, I just, you know, I have these verses memorized because it's not hard to memorize just these three verses. And if you've been a Christian for a while and you've read these verses, there's a, there's a certain logic to them that you can remember. And I would encourage you to try to read these verses if, if this is something that's resonating with you, if, if this is resonating with, you know, I need to really, I need to get my head around this, then I would encourage you to read these verses a few times because when I can meditate on these verses and let these verses resonate in my mind and in my soul, the truths in these verses are some of the most important truths of your entire life. They are truths that will enable you, as Jesus says in verse 22, to stand firm to the end and be saved, be restored, be inside God's bigger story for you. That is a story of resurrection and restoration 
Everything else is a dead end. If I believe these verses here, I'm going to I'm going to be able. I'm going to want to stand firm. The degree that I don't believe these verses is the degree that I'm going to get tripped up and be afraid of everything else. But the one thing I need to be afraid of, and that's losing God as my heavenly Father forever. So let me show you what I mean. Let's just pray through these three verses, verses 29 through 31, and and let's grab hold of what Jesus is wanting us to grab hold of in these verses as we come before the God of the universe, the God who created this universe as our intimate, infinite, very present, infinitely present Heavenly Father. Oh God, my Heavenly Father, you are infinitely present with me right now. You are 100% present with me without being any less present anywhere else because you are infinite and you are the God who is in control of every detail in your universe. And so you are 100% focused on me right now. I can't get my mind around that, but that's what Jesus says. You became human in the person of Jesus and you spoke these words because these words are true and I need to believe them if I'm going to walk with you, if I'm going to persevere to the end. You are my heavenly father who is infinitely involved in every detail of my life. You are eternally in control of every detail of my life and you care about every detail in my life. You care about the number of hairs on my head, cells in my body, Everything happening in every detail of my life, you care about with a love and a care that is beyond my ability to even imagine. So I trust in you as my Heavenly Father because Jesus said, I am valuable. Jesus said that I am worth more than many sparrows, and yet you are in control of even if a sparrow falls to the ground, you you are God over that. You are Lord over that. You are the one who is sovereign over that. And yet I am worth more, Jesus says, than many sparrows. So I can believe you. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows, Jesus says. I want to believe what Jesus said, that I am worth more than I can possibly imagine, that I can possibly think I am worth more to you than I am worth to anyone else, even me. I am worth infinite love to you, infinite value to you, which is why you became human in the person of Jesus and suffered and died for me, to purchase me, to redeem me, to restore me, to be in your forever universe because I am worth more to you than I am worth to anyone else, to anything else. And I want to believe that. I want to trust in Jesus's words and live inside this truth. I am worth more to you than I am worth to myself or anyone else or anything else. It's in your will. It's in following you, trusting you. Trusting in your infinite care for me, where life is found and everything else is a dead end. 
So I trust you with every detail of my life, even the things that are not going the way I want. I trust that you're in control, that I am worth more to you than I can possibly imagine, and that you love me, and that you have an eternal plan for me, and I trust your eternal plan, even if I don't understand what you're doing or what's happening or why. I trust you. I'm not going to leave. I don't want to leave and go somewhere else for relief. I don't want to leave and go somewhere else for happiness. I don't want to leave and go somewhere else for love or joy or meaning. I want to stay with you. Remain with you. Not let my fear of losing something else ultimately cause me to lose you. You are my greatest, most valuable possession. Your inheritance for me in Christ is my greatest, most valuable possession that I do not want to lose by trying to not lose something else. This is what Jesus is saying to me, and I want to live this truth in every detail of my life because this is the truth In every detail of my life, I want to follow you, trust you, and not be outside your will. Because nothing happens in my life outside of my Father's care. That's what Jesus says. That's what I believe. That's what I trust. His words are faithful and they are true. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.